Hey everybody, so you're probably wondering about uh, this episode, you're being like, hold on, hey, this isn't uh, American Werewolf in London, like what happened? I want to hear about werewolves in London, like what's going on? You know, so uh, that episode is, um, well, it, we it's going to be postponed, um, we promise you, we're going to give you all the, the, the promised eight Halloween episodes. Um, yeah, last week I threw out my lower back and I was in horrible, horrible pain, horrible pain, excruciating. Like I couldn't stand on my own. Like it was terrible. I had to go to the hospital, like being able to sit, like I just, I couldn't like, because any form of weight pressure on my lower back, it freaking hurt. It was bad. And, uh, so there was no way I could sit at the computer and record an episode with Freddie. Once I, you know, started feeling better and I felt good. Freddie took off to Mexico. You know, he has a big show. He's been talking about it on, on the episodes that, you know, he has a, a, a live show in, in Mexico. So at that point, it's, um, you know, we just couldn't find the time to get you guys an episode. But I didn't want the show to be empty handed. Like, you know, I didn't want to post something. I mean, just go a week without. It's like, you know, it's Halloween time, scariness. So I thought what I'm going to give you guys is I did mention it previously and what it is, it's it's the paranormal episode that we did back on the Brothers Bear podcast. And this episode was kind of like a bonus episode. And it's just me sharing crazy experiences, stories that happened to me throughout my years in my life. And uh, yeah, like in that episode, you know, just to give you a little bit of backstory, it, it started from my little brother's old podcast called the Bridgetown Podcast. That's the one that I mentioned where like these cholos were like, hey, dog, hey, you you want to use Bridgetown? You better pay us, homes." You know, <laughs> it was that uh, show. And they they ended up doing some stories. And I used to they would like live stream it. And I would be in class, you know, doing my work. And I would be like have earphones and watching them. And I would type stuff. So I mentioned some of my scary stories and they're like, oh, you know what? We should do like a, a two part episode, like where we do one Bridgetown and the second half is Brothers Bear. So the second half is me sharing all my stories. You can't find the first half. It's no longer on iTunes or anything like that. This is years ago. This is like 2012. So, you know, that first half is gone. But my my half is all my story. So I'm like, all right, we'll share it for 88. So aside from my voice, the other voices that you'll be hearing on this podcast is one of them being my little brother, Carlos, who's, you know, co-host to Brothers Bear Podcast, you know, at that time was, you know, doing the Bridgetown podcast. He also had his co-host, Lewis. You'll hear him talk randomly every now and again. And they'll make a reference to a guy named Kirby. Kirby was their other co-host who couldn't be there. So, you know, this just, they'll say Kirby. So I want you guys to know, like, when they say names, you guys ain't lost. They're like, wait, who that, who's these people? Because in this episode, we're talking like as if the audience knows who these people are. It was way in the beginning of our show. So a lot of our fans and their fans listened to the show. So they knew what we were talking about. Uh, the last guy who you hear talk, who shares like two stories, he was one of their friends that came along to, you know, share some stuff. Also, too, since this was back in 2012, when I make a reference of, you know, to when I start saying, oh, my wife and sharing stories, my wife, this is my ex-wife almost, not my current wife now. So this is, you know, way back when in 2012. So, uh, you know, I'm newly married and everything. So but yeah, this was back when different life, different, you know, stories and whatnot, in which it's 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 kind of crazy, but I'll get into it in, in, in the after part of the episode. So I'll, I'll say some some more. But for now, hopefully you guys enjoy these uh spooky scary stories oh yeah and this is a serious episode uh there there's we're not trying to be funny or anything uh yeah the, these stories like when we originally posted these the response we got back were a lot of people saying 
it like gave them chills like you know hair stand up goosebumps all that like they tried listening to it at night and they said it freaked them out and all this stuff and we had people like emailing us telling us their stories and stuff so it, it was you know that's why i just want to give you a heads up this isn't the our typical like you know i start going and start doing what are they talking you know and doing jokes and shit like that like no uh, this is like flat out uh, serious episode. Also, too, I think I curse a lot because back when I used to curse a hell of a lot more. So I'll be that, you know, explicit or whatever they call it uh, uh, episode. <laughs> so, yeah. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. All right. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. So we're actually recording the second half of the episode. Kirby is actually not going to be part of this, as he said in the first half. Uh, I know this doesn't make sense to you because it's not <laughs> going to be edited together. But either way, I figured, you know, I'll tell you how we're doing this. Uh, I didn't know Alonzo was going to be free. So we have Alonzo back now since he's Mr. Expert and has studied this and, you know, has done his research. Now, as we said last week, my brother was the only one in the household of what I experienced you know, some encounters, and he's going to tell his stories of why and how it all started, and things that I didn't know, and I believe I do know one story, so if he does happen to bring that up, I mean, it's a blur, but it'll all flash back to me, so, and here we go, and I hope you guys enjoy the second half of the show now. Alright, um, first and foremost, uh, is a Sanch, for some of you that know the Brothers Bear podcast, I'm Sanch of the show, um, But what I'm about to tell you guys, honestly, is not... Like, alright, first and foremost, a lot of you people know me as the jokester. Like, I joke around, especially on Facebook. Earlier, there's some big news about uh, Disney and and Lucas. And I made a comment saying, like, oh, don't worry about it, people. It's like, Pixar just announced that they're going to be making the movie. Just to mess with people, because I love (laughs) constantly messing with people and just getting them on edge and be like, we will, you know? And then I'm like, ah, just kidding. Because I'm known as the guy who could is believable like I'll say something and you'll believe it and then I'm like nah just kidding but that's my rule I'll keep you going for that little bit and then boom I'll reveal the truth and but with this I'm gonna tell you guys and it's not it's 100% true it happened I'm not BSing you guys I'm not messing with you guys whatsoever I'm all this is real I mean from previous episodes you've heard stories and we're not gonna do a show where we're just gonna bullshit people and make you know and lie to you, you know? It's just like because it's not right. It's fucking with people's emotions. So unless we do, then yeah. You know, <laughs> but in all reality, like this right here, like I'm not fooling anyone's. Like so, this is real. This is legit. So this is no Blair Witch where they scared people to make money and then I feel like oh it's a fake by the way. <laughs> yeah. So all right. Um, let's see where do I begin? I mean. Christ, I have two main huge stories, but I'll, I'll save those for, for after. Just want to point out first is like, it was third grade. One of my neighbors, I was best friends with him, always hung out. He had an older sister and she was friends with someone else. And the thing was, it's like this was during like when they were goth, you know, early 90s kind of, you know. So the goth thing was huge, you know, and this was before the craft people. Um, but anyways, uh, one thing, we started playing with the Ouija boards. We created a club. 
and started playing with the Ouija boards. And I didn't think anything of it at that time. You know, I was young, so I didn't understand the whole logic behind when you start playing with this thing, you're opening up doorways to things. You know, How old like, are you again? I was in third grade. Third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Like, we had a club. It was the Ouija board club. And the only way to join this club is when you play. You have to play by yourself. And if you're able to communicate with with it with someone, yeah. you're in the club. If it doesn't uh, work for you, you're out. And we knew how you could like, oh, they're fucking around and all that, you know. And each of us had to do it, and each of us connected with someone. Like I remember playing it legitly, and holy crap, it's moving, you yeah. know. And the thing was, to us, it was fun because we would start talking to people, you know, and we'd ask questions, and I'm like, this is hilarious. Like, <laughs> oh, they're asking this, but um, I feel like that that I don't think that was really a a way where it because it's there's a story that happened before the Ouija board um but I feel like that fully just allowed shit to like start attacking me and following me and whatnot because I just opened the door right then and there but one of the stories that I have from that time of the Ouija board this this one is like fucking mind-blowing like it's not a joke um it's no lie like I said my friend had an older sister who had a friend. We were friends with her too, but she was older. They hung out. She was playing a Ouija board with someone else. And we were there. And they're starting to ask questions, this and that. Don't remember specifics of the questions. But then it starts pointing out a person's name that she knows. And she's like, the fuck? And it starts saying all these things about that person. And it's pissing her off. But they continue playing. And then at one point, it said this person's dead. And she's like, what the fuck? Getting all mad. Yeah. And it's, and it, it, it said some, I can't remember the last question. It, it pissed her off so much. And, but it also bothered her because she fully believed in this. She also did tarot cards. We started getting into tarot cards okay. too. That she right away got on the phone and contacted. I don't remember who exactly it was. But when she called, she had just found out right at that moment when they were playing. That that person that they kept talking about just got killed in a drive-by. Oh. Yeah. What the? Thing? Yeah, I know. And it was fucking nuts. And the reason why, like afterwards, we found out more about this story because the person that was sitting next to the guy ended up dating my friend's older sister. Okay. So that's how they connected and they started dating. But we got more details later, and we were like, "What the fuck?" And it was crazy because it scared us because it's like. It's like, oh, shit, like, you know, oh, they could predict the future, too. Yeah. You know, that's a weird thing. Like, oh, it's like, they, you know, we could start seeing the future. And then which, I mean, that, fuck, again, we're kids. We're like, you know, but it was scary. So that was one instance where the the, the fucking plane, the Ouija board, told us, hey, this person, guess what? They're with us right now, <laughs> you know? Uh. And that, like, it was a fucking, that's a true story. No lie about that. Um... Another thing Carlos had mentioned this is uh, when I was talking to you guys last week in class and it was about in the garage something flying across the room. Well, we had went to go see uh, paranormal activity and once we left, like the thing is it really freaked us out because it's more about demons, you know? And the thing is, it's like of my beliefs and what I know is that that shit is like, it's real. Demons is real. Like when you see like a ghost and a kid... That's the one thing where you're like, man, you know, you can laugh about it or whatever. <laughs> but demons is real. Like, I honestly believe. Like, I believe in a god and I do believe in a devil. I know that is real. It exists. And the thing is, 
when it came to demon possessions, that's why, like, at that time, like, uh, you know, like, to this day, actually, my wife, she freaks out with that because that, she's seen fucking demon possession oh, in people before. Yeah. You know, one of our other friends it, has seen, actually, um, the, the, our, a visitor who's here that, that not, uh, she's not on the show, but she's actually just here with my wife. Um, her husband was talking about a demon possession that he saw. Um, but, um, what had happened was like, we were terrified and already I've already, I haven't even gotten to the stories of me being attacked, but I already was scared and freaked out at this point because I was just like, shit, I'm, I usually, I usually get attacked. Mm. And this is, this is, I mean, though it's a fake film, this shit is like real. That stuff happens. I mean, you know, you know, from your stories that, um, you talk about, well, you being, um, what's your name again? Alonzo. Alonzo, not like you, the audience. Sorry, people. Um, but like one of the things was is like we were terrified, you know, and and I know like you've talked about when, especially from fear and all that, they feed off of that shit. Yeah. And we're in the room, and we're scared. And one of our friends is in the garage. She was staying with us at that time. We were taking her in, and we were giving her a place. And she was in the living room, and and there's some light that can shine in from the room, and we could see the room. So we knew we know for a fact it wasn't her. But we're like scared, and, and you know, at the time, my you know my wife, she's like freaked out, you know, and. We're just like, oh, we're laying there like, oh, what the fuck? And then the way the room was, I was leaning up against the wall because I felt more, I usually would get attacked. I felt safer that if I was there, I won't get attacked. You stay, you lay there. <laughs> which as a man, you should be like, no, you know, you lady, you stay on the wall. I'll protect you. And which I was like, no, you're, you're way more holier than me in the sense where you're like, it, 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 I mean, I feel like I get attacked constantly. And, and at that point when we were saying all that out of nowhere, something just flings across the room from the dresser it's laying in the middle of the dresser flings right across and it hits the wall and we're like holy shit what was that and then we look and she's not there she's in the other room and we can hear because we were in the garage just a small room you guys have been in the garage you know like if uh, someone were to move about like you would see them you know and we're like holy shit and we got scared and we're like oh fuck what the fuck was that and we were just like we know what the fuck to do and yeah it's just something flung across the room and we're like okay like what the fuck and then yeah you know and that that was that was eerie and i know a lot of times when i was in that garage by myself i would always feel the presence of someone always that uh, one thing that one thing that um going back to demons and stuff um i'm that i have one story to that but I'm, i'm not really gonna elaborate too much on that but um someone told me that when it comes to demons they like corners now was that like like, did you feel strange in a certain corner of that, of that, uh... Yeah. You know where, um... Have, I mean, being in the garage, have you ever seen, like, the, the, where... Alright, say, when you guys are sitting down, like, say this is the table. Sorry, audience, this is not visual right now, <laughs> but, um... Where you guys sit down in the show, all the way to the right, there's, like, some, like, cabinets up on top, and there's oh, a yeah. corner. Right there was my, it used to be my desk and my computer. That's where I would sit a lot. Okay. And and I that's where I'm sitting there, and I would feel like well, there's something that I feel something in yeah, this. In uh, this. Now, when when you felt like someone was there, was it like in a corner? Like, not what? that they were in the corner, but it's when I'm in the corner, I feel oh, that there, okay. I feel that presence. Uh, well, maybe it was there. Yeah, that I mean, I don't know. I just felt like oh, there's something in it because like I'm I'm there by myself. I could be like oh, maybe they're like in the room or something. I don't know. I mean, that's I know I did feel stuff. You know. <laughs> Sorry, people. I hit my knee right now. So. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, like, that that that's that's pretty crazy, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Stuff with demons is uh, I I only had one. I had one. Uh, I don't know. If, have I told you about that? About the about the, about the yeah. Mm-hmm. I told you about that yeah. one. Okay. Um, yeah. Real real quick. Um, I was really small. I think I was around nine or ten or whatever. And I had a neighbor, and and they were uh, from Cambodian descent, and and they were there. He was like my good friend you know at the time friends is just like a little kid you run around with yeah. and you play whatever and um that day i went over it was like my neighbors it was like across the other side and and uh i would always play with them and and all of a sudden that day he told me that there was like a lot of people in his house like like a huge amount of people in like a small house and and uh he i told him oh you're having a party and stuff and i was like oh no my my cousin's sick and his cousin they brought her in, uh, one of the family members brought her, I was scared, man, like, they brought her in, and she was, like, they wrapped her up in a blanket, and she was, like, like turning her head, and, like, screaming, and crying, and, like, damn, what the hell, like, you know, I, I was, I was, like, scared, dude, like, I was, like, well, what's wrong with you, oh, she's sick, she's sick, dude, like, we were waiting there, and I, I don't know, I've never looked up what, like, you know, everybody's culture is different, so I don't know how they deal with something like that, but I remember they, they not not long after that, they brought in about I want to say about twelve monks, like mm. uh like you know they had orange like an orange uh you know like how you would see the a monk yeah the, yeah the robe uh, yeah their garb and I was do. just I mean I remember this I was like I was really young so I mean I didn't I didn't know what this was you know so they 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 were they took out all the couches from the house i remember that all the family members were like the uncles and all that stuff they were like taking all the couches the tables they were taking everything out of the house and they were leaving outside like right there and all the monks were going inside and i was still running around playing around with his name was johnny and i was i was still running around playing with him whatever like and then his his mom came out and then his mom told him like you know like oh you got to go inside and then he goes inside, and I'm like, I'm about to leave. I got, I got my bike and stuff, and I was gonna leave. And then, um, the one of the ladies and and him, like one of the older ladies, like like a grandma, I think I don't know what family member it was, like started telling me like, oh, come here, come here, you know, like she didn't know English stuff, but she's like, oh, come here. And then my friend comes out, I was like, oh, you you want to come in? And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you know, there's there's so much people in there, but you know, whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So I'm in there. So, dude, I'm not kidding, dude. I'm in there, and, like, everybody's, like, against the wall. And all the monks are, like, like throwing, like, some sort of incense. And they're, like, you know, doing whatever. And, and, you know, I'm like, okay, what the heck? And they close the door. So I start getting a little scared. I'm like, okay, well, what's going on, you know? Yeah. They bring out the, the cousin, which which is... she. I say she was probably about 12, 13 years old, maybe 14. And they brought her in from, from one of the rooms, and they brought her to the living room. And she's like screaming and crying, and she's like yelling, and uh, she's not really making any sense. She's not. She's just like screaming, you know, whatever. So I'm, I'm like, oh man, I'm starting to get scared. Yeah. You know, and I'm standing next to. They put me next to my friend, which was around the same age as me, and we were like standing there. And the one of the monks and stuff, like he he got her, and as soon as he starts, she starts screaming, whatever, and then like they they put her they they put her in the middle of the of the room, like on the living room. And they, like, laid her down, and she was, like, kicking and screaming, and then, like, the, the monks were, like, one of the monks came out, and he, he, he was, like, holding her, while the uncles, the two uncles were kind of, like, holding her, right? And, and you know, she was screaming, whatever, and then one of the monks comes out, and he has, like, this, like, 
this i want to say it's like like a cardboard tray but it was white with like a paper and he had like candles and stuff and he puts it down and and i'm like scared shitless dude i'm like okay what the, what, what are they doing you know I'm, yeah. I'm scared you know and and then they 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 grab her and they start like praying and stuff and they put her on top of the on top of the the, the, yeah, her head was on top of the white part or whatever, and she started like screaming and stuff. And she started calming down, and she started shaking, and like she was like sweating and stuff. And they wrapped her up, and then they were like praying for a little bit. And this didn't take that long, you know. This 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 wasn't something that took like forever and stuff. And then after that, they picked her up, and like she was like kind of like knocked out, like like asleep. They the the uncle, one of the uncles, like put her over her shoulder, and she was like pretty much like asleep. They took her into the room, whatever, and they opened the doors, and everybody just took off, like like nothing happened. And I told him like, "Hey, what was that? Like, you know, like whatever is." And and it's like, "Oh, she's just sick. She's really sick." And one of the uh, what the monks all walked out, and this is this is the exit off the ten freeway <laughs> for all those that know is um is Hellman and New off the ten freeway. If you get off, if you're coming, uh, if you're coming um towards east from west if you get off that freeway they they actually put that in the back of this this like garage thing and they threw it there and the uncle told my friend something and then told me something he said oh he said don't go he said don't go back there because there's a demon there yeah and i was just like it's like don't don't ever go back there because there's a demon there now and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, is that thing still there now? Yeah, uh, no, 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 it's not. Well, the paper, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's been years, dude. So there's nothing there. But, but, um, but, like where they put it, he said never go back there because there's demons. And all it was is like behind the garage. It was like maybe like a gap about twelve feet wide and about twenty feet long. And it's just a bunch of rocks. And they put it there. And, and, yeah, yeah, dude, they put it there and they said, "Don't, don't play back there because there's a demon there." What about some like random kid or something? <laughs> yeah, you dude, know? like and that's that's I know, the fuck out of me, dude. And at, I mean, when when you're a kid, you don't know what the fuck that is and stuff. And yeah, and now like you know, as I started growing older and stuff and watching scary, I'm like, dude, that was a, that was like an exorcism, you know? Yeah. That's what I that's what I think, you know? Yeah. So yeah dude that's 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 kind of my whole demon thing but that aside from that you know that that's crazy and how you said you play the ouija board when you were in third, third grade, grade yeah I don't that's know like that's that like the worst thing you could do yeah you know, i know <laughs> because like from what i heard demons love to get in especially to like you, you yeah, younger people yeah youth, right? younger people and yeah they're more sus- i mean that's the thing why kids tend to see more things than adults because they're more susceptible to that yeah. their minds are still innocent they yeah. don't understand and, yeah and it's so easy and what the fuck like i mean i don't know i mean Unless you're into like paganism or Wiccan, like you know how to, if you know how to like put up a shield and stuff, you're okay. But if you don't, which yeah. obviously you guys have no clue. And then, well, see, that was the thing. We did like they were the older ones in the group. Okay. They knew what was up, and that was the thing when we got into also like tarot cards and all. And one of the things constantly they every time I would always get told this, and throughout my years, whenever I would come across people who deal with you know being Wiccan, paganism, and all that, you know, I mean, all that shit. They would always say they sense something in me. Like, there's something strong in the sense where, like, like they, I don't know. A lot of times, like, I would always get told, like, you were something huge in the past in the sense, like, I must have been most likely, uh, uh, you know, know, I guess, uh, was a warlock that's, like, a female (laughs) witch or something stupid or whatever. (laughs) Or they would just tell me things, like, dude, I sense something in you. Like, I would always get told that, you know? 
Yeah, There's dude. And, you know, I don't know. It's weird. I'm or, not... or what they could also be seeing is maybe there's, maybe it's not you. Is whatever got into you? Like, you know, that's yeah. what they they're seeing. It's not really, your brother. Or yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe that freaking I ran into that demon at that neighborhood or whatever. Though, where they left. <laughs> that's what happened to be watching. <laughs> I know. I, I jumped the back. What the fuck is that's why Ghostbusters have a containment unit. They keep their ghosts in there. It's safe until that one dick opens it and has that clearance for them to open. Whatever. I don't know. Right there. Sorry, people. It just bothers me that those freaking. I get. I get. They saved the lady and whatnot, but then they're like, "Hey, don't go back there." You know. And then a week it's not later, our problem anymore. Yeah. Not even caution tape. Be careful. I know. Oh, dude, what if they were to move like a day, a week later? Like, oh, we got a new house and then new family there. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's the trip, dude. Because uh, people that there was a lady that my mom would talk to. Um, yeah. My by the way, my mom was like pissed off at me when I told her what, what that they made me go in there. She was like really pissed because oh, she's like, yeah, hey, yeah. should you should have never got you should have like whatever's never. She was really pissed. I mean, should have been within the family. Also. Yeah, yeah. Like, the thing she, is, when, I, when something I, gets out. I was looking for somewhere else to go yeah. in. Maybe they were just what? Oh, that kid going that kid. Yeah, dude. She, <laughs> Girl, was, she was pissed. Oh, wait, well, like, I'm not making a Mexican. <laughs> oh, please, senor, por favor. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's funny because after they moved uh, a couple years later, like yeah. some lady moved in there with, 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 she had like kids too. And, and, um, she said that there was like, it was weird in that house, you know, like really weird in that house. I mean, oh, yeah, dude, dude. I, I could only uh, imagine. So what else? What else did you after um, the whole um, thing? What you call it? All right, like uh, another thing too is that, um, like I said, I, um, myself. I mean, though you guys have heard what I say and curse constantly, but I'm a Christian. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, though cursing doesn't take that away from me. I mean, I I believe in God. I strongly believe in God. And one of the things is when it comes to that, when you're accepting christ in your life and you're falling for that a lot of stuff that tends to happen to certain people is you get attacked and um a lot of reasons why is because and you would think it would be weird because if you're going into you know to be a christian like you know i mean like you're just accepting christ that's all it is i mean i'm not one of those crazy like bible thumpers and stuff like that those are the ones i can't stand there's everything always gives a bad name so please yeah. people don't assume i used to think that in high school that all christians were just crazy like those west Baptist, no, mm -hmm. alright, so don't think that, but what I'm trying to say is that, um, you tend to get attacked, and, and the thing is, it's just like, it's more like a fear mechanism, because in the sense, the devil's losing your soul, it's like, he's controlling your soul, and so what he does is he scares you, and he attacks you, so then you're like, oh, you know what, fuck this, well, I don't wanna, you know, like, why am I trying to be good, and usually that tends to happen, and two instances was, uh, one of my friends, uh, well, not, no longer friend, but it was one of our roommates, the girl who lived in, in, in the garage with us that we took in, when we moved into where we're currently now, she was our roommate. And she was one that she was starting to, you know, she accepted Christ in her life and starting to go through that. And there's this thing uh, that in, in the church that we were going to, it's called cleansing stream. It's basically, you're letting go of everything in your past. You're just letting it go and you're being like, in a sense, it's almost like you could say a baptism where you're being born, but baptism already happened. But it's just like a thing where you're, fully letting go of your past everything and you're just you know becoming new it's like it's like a cleansing stream hence the name you know and there was one night where she i mean no um i think it was early in the morning she came into our room and she was crying and we we're like what happened and then she started at first when she started telling us 
kind of were like because someone had stayed over the, the night with her one of our friends and at first we were thinking one thing but that person had already been gone and what had happened is once she was alone she started feeling something pulling her pj pants down oh. and she was like what the hell and then she got frozen where she couldn't move and it was starting to pull her pants down oh, and she freaked out and that's when like i if i remember i think she started saying something a prayer or something i don't i can't remember exactly what and then that's when whatever was holding her let her go but something it was just like in her what she felt and she saw was trying to have their way with her yeah, yeah. of course you know yeah. and that was why like after that we had mentioned that to people because whenever you that was one thing we found out that going through that thing that cleansing stream you get attacked heavily big time and and that was when like that's why i said like did you feel anything in this house like oh i didn't feel anything here i'm like well i, I know because this house tends like it's really blessed especially at that moment after that like we 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 had some people in here you know through our church and like it was just you know I don't know I think I mentioned it It's been a while since The last time That I was here In this podcast But I told you uh, I don't know If you guys remember That The reason why All those things Started happening to me And when it escalated Was when my sister Went through that Conversion as well I I don't know If I mentioned it Yeah yeah, it was on the podcast I heard that Yeah so Dude that's like You got it like Right on You hit it right in the head You know like That's that's exactly what we were told when the priest came over and, and you know, we told him all this. When I said, that's enough, yeah. I can't take it no more. This stuff is, like, attacking me. Uh, that's exactly what the priest had told, you know, us. They, they said, because my sister was going through, like, finding happiness in a, in a spiritual way. Yeah. And how she had had so much years of depression and a lot, all these things were happening to her. That that moment, that that whatever her negative energy that was in there, like, like I guess like you said a demon was like losing it you know so yeah. so it's like it's trying to find it's angry it's trying to attack the family so that way you know because I think it even got to a point where my mom said you know maybe she shouldn't be going to that if yeah, all this stuff is happening here and that's exactly what what, what it wants you yeah. know so it's it's tough man and and uh, one story that I, I think I told you Louis before also too and and um I remember one one night I, I woke up to use the restroom like in the middle of the night. I don't know what time it was. It was at, at that same at the same apartment, and it's crazy how you said that the demon was actually like pulling her her pajama pants down, yeah. so or whatever it was. I was I was in the restroom, and you know everything was uh, was dark. I, I'm not the type of guy that likes to turn on the light when you just wake up. You know you, your eyes are kind of used to yeah. the dark. So you're kind of like, oh, I'll stay that way. I could, you know, I could make it, you know. Yeah. When when I was when I was uh, when I was done, I was washing my hands. Everything was off. I, like I heard like four or five whispers in my ear, like like I couldn't make anything out. Yeah. I couldn't make anything. I was just like, uh, I'll get close to the mic. But I was just like, like like it was just kind of like yeah. And I was like, what the? F-? And I'm like turning my head. I'm like, what the fuck. You know, and I heard it, and I heard it in my other ear, and it was like, like it was just like these whispers, and I was just like, oh man, I started praying. I was like, started praying, you know, in Spanish, I don't know any English prayers, you know, but I started praying, and, and like I got out, and and as as soon as I I got out and I laid in bed, like it just kind of like went away, but man, it it, it was it was it was really freaky, Did man. It was, feel the breath or anything? Like that? No, no, no. Oh, but it, it was it was it was such it was such a 
no breath, no, I didn't feel no presence next, but it was in my ear. It was like in my ear and I just started hearing it like, and it was saying something, but I couldn't make it out. And I was just like, whoa, 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 what, what the heck? And it's, it's freaked me out, dude. Yeah. So, yeah, it, that's crazy, man. Another, like another thing with me when it be about being attacked or the, in the same sense of what we're talking about was, um, there, there was, uh, this one person that I knew and it was funny because we were watching, um, I think it's the Emily Rose movie, The Possession of oh, Emily yeah. Rose. And then yeah. in that film, there's a part where the priest tells the, I think the, the lawyer or whoever he says, hey, uh, he's like, just to let you know, you're going to be attacked. Like everything I just oh, yeah. said, he tells her, like he warns her because you're basically helping yeah. good. You're helping God. You're helping me who represents God. You're going to be attacked for that. You know, and then stuff happens in that movie. Well, I remember, like, I was, at that point, like, you know, I was just, like, I, w- I was telling this girl, like, about, you know, God and all that right before that. And I told her about that. I was, like, I mean, when we're watching that, I was, like, oh, it kind of occurred to me. I was, like, oh, wow, you know. And it's just something that stuck with me at that point. But I was just, like, whatever. And then at that point, I was introducing her to, like, God and church. And she actually started going to my church. Not without me. I just on her own and stuff like that. And I was leading her down that route well after that movie that night when i i went to bed and it was roughly maybe 3 a.m or something i wake up i know you guys talked about that too um because it's like those weird hours that shit happens at 3 a.m i wake up and i see i'm laying in bed and it's the computer room i wake up i see my room for like maybe four seconds. Like I rush up like that. Like what the fuck. I see the room. Everything I can see the room for four seconds. And right then and there. Images of like it just disappears. And I'm literally seeing how. I'm seeing flashes of people being tormented. What? Tortured. Fire. Demons. Fire. Hell. Like everything. I'm seeing it straight for a minute. I'm hearing screams. I'm seeing everything. I'm experiencing this. As I'm laying in bed. Like, and at that point, I don't even feel I'm laying in bed. I'm just seeing all these fucking images. And I'm like, holy crap. And then I remember one of the things that I remember my pastor was talking about that really scares demon is just praise. When you're praising God, like even worship music, just singing, you know, just praising God. That scares demons. And I remember at that moment, I'm like, I don't know any worship music. Never really been a fan of worship music. Even me being a Christian, that's the one thing I'm not. What? Did you guys see that shit move right now? No. No. What? Oh, maybe I'm just tripping out. I swear to God, dude. No, I swear on my life, dude. I, I, I'm, I'm tripping. Sorry, no, no, no. Sorry, I, maybe I'm just like, no, no, no. All right, well, regardless. Yeah, yeah, I um, swear to God, dude. I, I thought, oh, never mind. Nothing, um, no, nothing. Who knows? Um, if it was, there you go. Anyways, um, and then, like, yeah. I start just, like, singing whatever song I know that, that I'm like, because I don't know anything in my memory. So the only song I know is... You know, Jesus loves the little children. And I know that sounds funny, but I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Jesus loves the little children. (laughs) And I start seeing that. And out of nowhere, like, the images just fade out. And then I can see my room again. And I see everything. And then right then and there, like, I called. um, I called at that that time. We weren't married. I called Allie. And I I tell her, like, oh, my gosh. And, And I explain to her. And I feel like I'm like, I think I was attacked because I'm introducing something to someone who in any sense in the world if you like of what you believe in they're just in sin they haven't accepted christ and you're trying to take that soul away from the devil it's just like oh wait what you know the devil's like I mean, you're not gonna take one away from me so i'm gonna attack you so you could be like 
stop it. Leave that person alone. They're, they're mine. And they tried to scare the hell out of me, in which it didn't stop me. But that person took a different route and, you know. Yeah, that's fucking crazy, dude. But, yeah, but, like, I honestly wow. saw images of hell. I heard it. I saw it. You know, the only thing is I didn't feel, you know, the, the heat or any of that, yeah. you know, such stuff. But, I mean, it was it was crazy. Yeah, yeah dude. That's, that's that's insane, man. I would, I would like, freak out if I, oh, yeah, you dude. know. Just because yeah. it sounds. I can imagine how, like, oh, horrible yeah. freaking... Uh, yeah, hearing like just massive amount of screams. Just imagine hearing that massive amount. I mean, you've probably heard that in like, in like movies and stuff and whatnot. Um, like where you would hear like people, oh, you know. But I heard that. I saw it, you know, and I wasn't dreaming because I woke up and saw my room first, and then everything. And then once it was done, again it went back to norm. Like I see my room. And I and then I look at the clock and it was like three something or whatever you know it was early in the early points of three I just know it was three zero something yeah. I don't know what though yeah I mean even even if it was a dream who who's to say that because you could be shown th- things through your dreams as well you know yeah, that's, so I mean, that's even, true even in a dream something that drastic and and like you know dark you know someone someone uh, uh well my dad said that. They would tell him that if even in your dreams, if you see the devil, the devil is appearing to yourself, to yeah. you it, through a dream or whatever. It doesn't mean like oh I was completely awake to to see that, and um and they told him like it's true because because something so sinister and so you know evil for you to even just be thinking about it, being your subconscious means that he's there. Yeah. So even if you guys have dreams of something like that, maybe not ghosts. Some, but if you have, because my dad told me that he's had dreams that he's actually like fighting the devil. Oh wow! And and when I when I tell him, when I tell him, my my mom woke him up once because he uh, like my dad was like uh, talking in his sleep and he was like 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 saying nonsense. Yeah. And and my mom woke him up. My dad was like in shock and he said that he was having like a horrible nightmare and he said that. He was fighting the devil, like he was literally trying. And when I when I ask him, I'm thinking like, how did he look like? How did he look like? And he said he he can't describe it. He said he just knows it was the devil. He said it was just like a like a big figure, and that he felt so scared and intimidated when it was in front of him that he felt like like it was overpowering him. And and like my dad kept trying to like fight it, and and that that thing was just like hovering over him, like it was just making him. Without even doing anything to him, just making him fall. Like, and he said, like he was just like, like tormented yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's crazy. So even in your dreams, dude, even if you saw something that you know that drastic and that horrible, it could have been something trying to tell you something. You know? Yeah. Normally in my dreams, like I, I dream. What I dream about is like zombies, and I have Spider-Man powers. That's all I ever <laughs> dream about. I can, I can control my dreams. I mean, it's very yeah. rare. I was reading up on that. And people cannot really control it. Maybe once in a lifetime. I hardly even dream, man. Yeah. And, I drink uh, once or twice a month. Damn. If, if that. So, yeah. So, that's why. Like, I knew it wasn't a dream because well, I woke up and I kind of lifted my head a bit. Like, what the hell? And then, boom. Went right into it. Oh, shit. So, that's why I knew I was awake. Because, like, I moved up a bit to, like, lift my head off the pillow and be like, the hell? And then... Because I always sleep on my side. Mm-hmm. So, that's why. And I kind of got up and I can see my room because I sleep on my side and behind my back it's just a wall you know and every time i slept in that room with my back to it every time almost every night always the same i would feel presence behind me always 
I remember once I was in high school and I was asleep in that room. It was shortly after I finally got that room. My brother, uh, he went to the army and I, oh, actually he went to college, then the army. But um, what had happened was I took over that room. And I remember one late one night, I turned off the TV, everything, remotes, like on the top counter, bed part, whatever, and I'm just asleep. And then I wake up to the sound of my TV just full blast. And I was like, the hell? And it woke me up because it was so loud. And I was like, the hell? And then I was like, uh, and then I, I reached where the remote was and it was still there. And my door was closed and I turned it off. And I was like, the fuck? Like, why did it turn off? Other moments where I was by myself. Carlos was being taken care of. I can't remember who. My older brother, he was, he w he had that room already. But he wasn't, you know, I think baseball practice or whatever. Mom was still at work and my dad wasn't home either. He was still at work. I would, almost all the time, during that time when I would be by myself, I always had to go to that room and turn off the TV because it would turn on by oh, itself the all the fucking time. Shit. And I'll be like, ah, and I have to go over there, <laughs> turn it off, and be like, ah, crap. And this was during, like, there was a small point in my high school point where I just got kind of, like, depressed and all that. And when stuff like that happened, I was like, whatever, you know. But I don't know why. Like, it was just that, that small time frame right there where it really didn't freak me out. It wasn't until as time got, as I started getting older or before that when I was younger, shit would scare me. Um, another uh, thing uh, that happened was, I'll say the Carlos one, the one that happened is in his room. Um, <laughs> this is... Um, Carlos wants to leave right now. <laughs> aside, aside from the one that I, I mentioned before we started recording where it's a story I've never told anybody. This one I have shared with people. But um, this is, is one of like the worst experiences aside from that other one that, I, that I'll tell you guys. Um, yeah, I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> and what had happened is that, and yes, Carlos was in the room with me. Okay, now I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> when, we were, when we were young... Um, and especially when Carlos was like really young at that point, um, me, my older brother and my little brother, cause we were all tiny. Um, we would just sleep in the same bed a, a lot of the times. We're like, ah, why not? It was a big old, like, I think queen or king size bed. So we would sleep in it. Well, this one night when we were sleeping, like the way the bed was, it was right, right against the wall. But where if you're laying down, you're, you like, if like the the bed like if like say you have it like an l shape where once the one side of the bed is touching the wall the the other side the long side of the bed is uh where your body would like lengthwise would be up against the wall so at the very end is the door mm. so i'm trying to you know paint the picture for people so where you normally would have your head on a bed against the wall the side against the wall so where your feet would be right there there's the door so, for some reason that night, we decided to sleep with our heads. It's called, like, on Facebook or something, yeah. trying to ignore it. <laughs> uh, for some reason, our heads were where our feet would normally be. So, in our house, where the door is, there's a, there's a hallway that leads out to the living room. So, you could see. So, if you kind of lean off the bed a bit, you could see down, out the door, down all the way through the hallway. Well, this one night, it was, like I said, me, Carlos... And my older brother. My parents always slept with the door closed. That's one thing. To this day, I'm assuming they still sleep with the door closed, right? Yeah. They never sleep with the door open. Well, we were sleeping, and again, abruptly woke up. I was a kid. I don't know what time it was, okay? Um, what age? I don't know. Carlos was born, so it had to be sometime between 19... 
because uh, he was really young, so I would have to say maybe 90-91 or 92, sometime in that time frame. Um, I wake up, and then at that point, I start feeling something. I start feeling some fear. I was like, the fuck? And I was just like, I, I, but then I start sensing something. Like, oh, it was before the fear. I sense someone's up, and I'm like, oh, maybe it's my mom and dad. But from where you're laying, the way the, the, the room leads out, you could actually see my parents' room. Like the door, and it was closed. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, that's when I start sensing something, and I start feeling this fear. So I was just like, "What the fuck?" And then right away, I just closed my eyes, thinking like, "Oh, maybe it is my my parents." But I saw the door closed. At that point, a shadowy figure appears at the door, and usually they would leave one of the bathroom lights on. Mm-hmm. So that's so that would be the light for us. Mm-hmm. A shadowy figure appears right there. Like, I could see it because I kind of closed my eyes, but then I squint just to kind of turn my head and look. And I see a figure standing right there at the door. Oh, a shit. figure. And at that point, I'm like, I know that's not my parents because the fucking door is closed. Yeah. And while I'm doing kind of like turning my head a bit, squinting my eyes open, I can see still the doors closed. And I see a shadowy figure. At that point, that thing steps forward. Oh, fuck. And I was like, shit. And then I closed my eyes. Like, at that point, fuck the squinting. I close my eyes, and I'm just laying there still. Like, okay, I'm going to pretend I'm asleep. Mm -hmm. At that point, that figure, I could just sense it as it's moving. And I kind of, I'm like, for some reason, I'm like... Frozen. I'm like, I am like frozen, but but like, I'm choosing not to move. Mm -hmm. But I'm deciding, you know what? I'm going to squint my eyes open because I wanted to be like... I I just didn't want to be fully in the dark. Mm -hmm. I want to see what the fuck. And I can see that thing slowly step over and stop right over me. Oh, fuck. And I'm like, shit. And I'm like trying to like, oh, what the hell is it? Like, who? And I'm at first I'm thinking like maybe it's a burglar or something like, holy crap. And then uh, and then it, it reminds me of something that happened. I'll tell this story when I was a little, little kid. So I, I get more freaked out. At that point, whatever this thing was, like, and I'm kind of like squinting my eyes so I could see a figure just standing right over me because my head is... Like, you know, where the feet would be in the bed. It just, it just leans over and looks at me right directly in the oh, face. Fuck that, and I'm squinting me, so all, uh, squinting my eyes, so all I see is just a dark, ominous figure. Oh. Leaning over like it knows. I know you're fucking awake. Fuck yeah. And then it leans back up and just walks out the room. Now, uh, the figure, did it have a, what was it, was it like... A shadow figure, like if, like, you know, did it have like limbs, arms? Like, was it into a bo- or just a blob of, of dark? It was kind of almost like a body, almost like a body. Okay, you know, but it was just dark. You like, know, like, like yeah, all right, all right. I, I know this is a weird example, but you ever seen Ghost, the movie Ghost with Patrick Swayze? Um, Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of it. Ah, great. All right, because there's this scene where when one of the guys dies and he's gonna go to hell. These oh, black yeah, figures yeah, come out and yeah. grab them. Okay, yeah. That's oh, what it looked like. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like. I know. I, I Where you could see those. the shape of, like, kind of the head, the body, the arms. Yeah. But it wasn't very human-like. Yeah. You know? But it's still shaped like that. And that sh- and that thing, just after leaning in to look at me, decided to step back up and walk back out of the room. Wow. And after that, shortly after, I was like, maybe it was a burglar. I'll <laughs> hear it leave the house. Nope. Parents' door still closed. At that point, I couldn't sleep the rest of the night until yeah. finally, like, early in the morning. That's when I heard my dad get up. And I was, like, right there. I already knew. 
It wasn't my parents. So they never got they never get left that room. So that was something there, and that happened. And and even though I had Carlos to the left of me, and my older brother to the right of me, I didn't I didn't feel fucking safe at all. And yet, like the whole time, these two they're they're sleeping, they're out, don't even know it, and there this shit happened. And it went right into the room where Carlos currently oh. sleeps in. You know, <laughs> Carlos like fuck yeah. yeah. And that was one of the reasons why, like after that, I. I would always try to sleep against the wall, and I never liked having the door open. But my older brother always liked having the door open because we would share a room, too, as we would get older and stuff. But I always liked having the door closed because for some reason I felt safer with the door closed. Yeah. So that was the instance with Carlos. And then, because um, I noticed the time, um, I'll say the one of the, the last stories. Because I, I, mean, I have a few more. Um, another one, this happened. All right, I'll, I'll name something that happened here in this house. I woke up late at night and then I felt like frozen. I got stuck and I was like, holy shit. And I can see the room, everything. I can move my eyes and all that. So I wasn't sleeping. And after that, I was like, holy shit. And then I usually have tend to have night terrors and stuff like that. And a lot of times that's actually when you're having a, a seizure in your yeah. sleep, you know. And I would have night terrors. But a lot of times I would wake up too and I was seeing. But there was this one time where I remember I woke up and I started feeling this fear. And I was like, oh, crap. And I thought I was having a night terrors because I wanted to try to have like, you know, my wife to like, hey, you know, get, move my body. Like get me to like it fully like be awake but it wasn't and then i look at my wife and then she turns and her face is a demon's face just oh, looking at me and i was like holy oh, shit. shit and dude. again i'm like i don't know worship songs that i always just jump to that damn <laughs> song that jesus you know i start seeing that and that thing just disappears quick then i wake her up and she kind of like oh don't tell me that <laughs> and i was like i don't think it was you it's just whatever it was was that that stuff that fear that is just attacking me you know because yeah. that happens it's like i mean jumping back to that damn movie that emily wrote she's walking down she's freaking out and she, she before she gets to pe- possess she's trying to go to people for help and she and, sees them yeah, and they have yeah. demon faces yeah another time the, the the last recent thing that happened to me i was asleep and then again wee hours i just abruptly wake up and i'm like there for like three seconds like the fuck and then out of nowhere i just feel like two hands just just grab around my neck and start choking me. And I'm laying there like, and then something's choking me. Like, I just feel two hands around my neck choking me. And I'm like, I, I'm like trying to move, but barely because they're pressing all their arms on my, on my, around my neck and my chest. And I'm being choked and I'm laying in bed and I'm just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I can't get out of it. And it's just like, at that point, I freaked out because I didn't do my normal, like, little star singing. I just like, I'm like, holy crap. Like, what the hell? Like, I've never, this is the, one of the, like, first times where I physically felt something on me attacking me choking me i felt like stuff like kind of brush on me and things like that but this is the first time where the attack is literally an attack and it's like trying to kill me and it scared the hell out of me you know and and at that point shortly after i think i i think i just started praying at that point then finally it it led off like you could feel like slowly releasing like it decides just a a slight attempt did did it feel like numb like where where you were no 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 it was just imagine just have somebody choking you it's exactly what it felt like it wasn't like i felt numb or i couldn't move i can move it's just someone who had their 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 weight on me so hard that i couldn't fight it off but i just all i feel most of the pressure was around my neck i felt two hands you feel the fingers you feel everything the thumbs where they would be placed you know that's exactly what i felt and it freaked me the hell out that was was here yeah that was here in the room and um i remember i told my pastor about that and he was telling me that you know, another reason why he feels sometimes, too, when people are attacked is because, you know, the enemy, the, you know, the devil sees potential in you. He sees something that you are going to be something, you know, big, and they don't want you to become that. 
so they want to keep you, you know, and that's why you, feel, you know, and then um, I'll say uh, quickly one that happened with the ha with everybody in the house. I saw an, an, a figure in the house again. I think it was you know because one of the things my mom something happened to her long ago, and um, she got traumatized based on that from her job of like you know of um, uh, I don't even know if I have free film to say this, but I mean it, I mean it was it happened. She saved a bunch of people. There's a hostage situation, okay, mm -hmm. and one of the things that always freaked her out was like. People like just anything, just kind of scary because it's just like yeah, you can't really like uh, you ski can't... masks. No way, ski mask around here. Mm. But, I mean that too. But you, like you know how some people when you you know when you want to give a comfort hug from behind, just uh, you yeah. can't do that. Oh, yeah, sure. the reason why is because one of the people had uh, was holding her like oh, that shit. with the gun to her head. So yeah. you can't do stuff like that with my mom. Yeah. And we came home once. We walked in. It was my little brother. He was all young. My older brother. He had not left to, you know, college at that point. He was still home. And there was, you know, my mom and me. We walk in. And I see an image from the hallway go into the kitchen the way it is. Like, you, Carlos, you know. A figure does that. And I freak out. And I'm like, oh, I just saw something, you know. And then at that point, my, my, my mom and my brother both get mad. Because, you know, they, I honestly saw something. But to them, they just thought I thought I saw something, but don't freak out mom. So my older brother gets pissed off at me. So I was like, oh, I, don't know, I thought I saw something. And then to them, my mom just right away jumps to, is there someone in the house? Because she always had that yeah, fear that those people were going to come back for yeah. her. So she had that fear. And that that's all they saw. So I was just like, oh, I don't know. But me, I saw a figure in there. It wasn't no, no fucking guy who was seeking revenge or some bullshit. No, it was an actual figure. And something was in the house. And I saw it, you know. So, so that was one thing. But the last one, this is the one story that the first time I'm, I'm sharing it with you guys. Uh, I've never told anybody this fucking story. And just really quickly, I'll have a little bit of backstory. Um, when I was a little kid, most of you have it. Your parents take a picture of you when you're on the toilet. Oh, okay. And, you know, everybody has this. And I had a picture like that. And I remember when I was a little kid, I hated that fucking picture because when they took it, I felt so embarrassed because they would always show people and they'd all laugh, you know, my aunts and cousins because they're just the way they were. And I hated that. I was so embarrassed from that picture. So that is a lead into the basis as to why I wouldn't do certain things to this story. So I, I, it was uh, at night and I go to the bathroom at our old apartment. I go to the bathroom, you know, I'm sitting on the toilet. And I turn and I look at the shower and I, right at that moment, something grabs the shower curtain and rips it open and it's a figure standing there and their face almost looks like Freddy Cougar, just charred up and ripped and torn oh, apart, looking fuck? at me and smiling at me. Uh, smiling at you? Yeah. Uh. And it's just there. And then I want to scream. But because of that whole embarrassment of the toilet, I'm on the toilet, I didn't want to. So I didn't scream at all for my mom, dad, nothing. Because I'm on the toilet and that was this, this weird thing. I, to this day, I've always been weird about bathroom and stuff like that. You know, privacy. And yeah. I don't even joke about like guys who are like, oh, I'm going to fart, blah, blah, blah. You know, I hate that shit. Like I've always had an issue with stuff like that. I think it's because of my parents and that bathroom thing. <laughs> but anyways, I didn't yell. I didn't want to yell because I, I was on the toilet. I didn't want them to be like, ah, you know, on the toilet or taking a picture or something like that. So... My mind was so focused on that thing as a sense of, like, that might happen. So I chose not to yell. So I see this figure just there, rips open the curtain, just standing there. And I see them, and they're just still holding 
like the curtain rods like that kind of just standing there looking at me and I'm like freaked out and then at that point that's when the typical like movie look the shining moment where being the little kid you just cover your eyes and at that point that's when like you know I just do the open fingers thing and it's gone and then I finish up and then I get out and then I I never told anybody I never shared this fucking story and this is uh, you know another moment where visually I saw most people like I saw something a black figure I saw no I saw a fucking form I saw their features I saw everything and it was just like horribly like demon like evil smiled at you that's what gets me yeah I mean but I I guess now understanding too because I mean I don't know this but isn't it because in a way once your eyes make contact, isn't that kind of why stuff happens? Once your eyes make contact with anything, I am. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I I don't I don't know. It usually, I've never had I've never had like a now that, that that you bring it up. I've never had the situation where anything made eye contact with me that I've seen. As a matter of fact, I don't. Yeah, it's, it's never really had like eye contact and stuff. So I've never experienced anything remotely to that. But I have heard stories of the most extreme stories that I've heard from other people when they when they t- talk about that. It always happens when they were really young, and they, and they and like once again we go back down to the innocence of being small. When you're small, you're susceptible to anything because you're clean. Yeah. So you're like a clean slate. So these figures, these things could appear to you. These could be demons that be after you, and they want to take your soul for whatever reason. They want to use you for whatever's. And you may be able to see something crazy like that, you know. Like I think, as an adult, you this the something like that would almost never happen to see something like an actual demon. But as a child, you are like almost positive that that things like that could happen to you. Yeah. For for whatever reason, well, the, the more you pay attention to a a paranormal thing, the more they're attracting, the more they like to fucking. Yeah. Show themselves more, you know. Yeah, that's why. So that's why, yeah, like you said, seeing eye to eye, it's like maybe that's why it smiled because you're actually seeing them and he actually sees you. He's like, shit, you're seeing me. It's probably it could be. I don't know what the fuck it could be, but that's fucking. That's fucking. Yeah, that was the reason why, man. Like when I had friends that were all like, oh, let's go ghost on you and stuff. Like, yeah. Well, like really thinking about it. Once you you're playing with it, and then yeah, shut it off. Yeah. 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 Of course. we're done. Yeah, that's I don't fun. know. I, that's why I had well, I mean, to you guys. at fifty-five. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know it was a bit way different from the first time we ever did it. The other time we were just joking around here and there, just to kind of lighten you guys up. But especially since it's like the Halloween, Halloween is well, this was one more serious. This one was more serious because we really wanted to freak you guys out, especially the ones that listen to this podcast <laughs> when you're sleeping or with headphones on. So this we is, dare you. We, <laughs> we yeah, dare, dare you. We dare you to hear that night. <laughs> the the first half was you know buttering you up, yeah. and the second half we really wanted to scare you guys. I mean, you think we're not scared yet? We are. We're fucking yeah. freaked out. <laughs> just uh, just real quick because I know the audience would want to know how do you feel hearing the story about you in the room. About the room, how do you feel now? Knowing everything I said about that house, I know that's your audience is gonna want to like, what the fuck is Carlos thinking? Because that was the whole joke that you're like, oh, I don't want to be yeah. there when you saw the story. And now that you know what happened in that damn house, 
Especially I, when you were there. Like, how do you feel? I'm curious. I mean, I, I know, now knowing this, my mind's going to probably play tricks with me now. Yeah. That's, that was one of the reasons why I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> uh, that one thing, well, word of caution to you, Carlos, is like, don't let it, like, mess with you. Because if there is something there, I felt something when I went into your house. You know, I, I told you. But then I saw a lot of religious things, and you told me, well, my family's religious, mm. so I, I kind of like, oh, okay, you know, something, yeah, that could be that, that definitely could be that. But don't let, like, now that you know this or whatever, don't let it, don't, like, think too much about it, because if there is something there, it will feed off that. It no, will I feed off that. your I fear. Mean, that's that's yeah. one thing. So, like, if you start feeling like, like, oh, man, I'm getting kind of freaked out, like, turn on TV, music, you know, whatever, distract yourself, because... You know, you haven't experienced anything, but, you know, if something like that, he said that something was in the room like that, if it's there, and, and since you never paid attention to it, and nothing's ever happened to you, then it could still be lingering there, but it just, it has no energy. You don't give it a reason to f- feed into it, and don't get, like, don't think too much about it, don't freak out about it, and, you know, don't... I, mean, I the another thing, too, because I've always thought about it, but even my girlfriend was the one that, like, that threw it out at me. Was the fact that, I mean, yeah, I've been living there all my life. Nothing's ever happened. I mean, I've been with my girlfriend for a long time. And she's been there alone in the house. Like, I'll go outside. You know, not, nothing has ever happened to anybody I've ever brought over. I mean, except for you when you were just like, oh. But other, other <laughs> yeah. than that, yeah, I just. Yeah. I just you don't have bad energy. You don't yeah. Have, yeah. 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 It so it's, it's probably there. there. It probably is there. But it's just with you, it's like. Nah, there's nothing there yeah. with you like I mean more, that's why you have more of a positive energy yeah, yeah. so that's why so when that he went be. there he's like he's sensing he's like alright there's something here but it's just if when I'm there it's probably more affects me I mean but in all if you know if anything if we could go to what Blue Extra Cult said is don't fear the reaper <laughs> there you go so there you have it ladies and gentlemen hopefully you guys enjoyed our spooky scary stories uh, I'll just add in some more uh, for you guys like um because I know a lot of stuff hasn't really happened. Uh, I mentioned that in the episode. I mean, uh, earlier in my intro where like, you know, things are a little different now. But like, for instance, like none of these scary stories, like a lot of this stuff happened like to me during that time. Like, I mean, throughout my years, a lot of stuff. But it's far and few between now. Like, I honestly, I can't even think of the last time something happened. There was one that happened around that time. So I'll share that one. Um it's back when I was, you know, with my ex-wife, I was in bed, but I was by myself. It was the afternoon. I was taking a nap and I feel something tugging on my, on my hand, like, like holding onto my hand, like hand holding and just wanting to pull me out of bed. And I, I wake up, but I sense something's there, but I notice like there ain't nothing standing there and it is pulling on my arm. And I'm like kind of like a little freaked out, but I'm trying not to show fear because something is literally holding on to my hand, you know, and it's pulling my arm. My arm is up and it's squeezing my hand. And I'm like, what the hell? And this is completely different from that story where I felt something choking my neck. Like this is just like just pull. And I didn't want to show any fear. I was trying to ignore it. And it was weird. And I was just like, what the hell? Like, what the hell is tugging on my hand? And yeah, like, but I could, I could clearly see, like, kind of squinting my eyes. There ain't nothing fucking there. And it after like a little bit, like maybe like a minute or two, like I, f- I finally started releasing my hand and I, I dropped my arm. Like it just slowly puts it back down, and I just like okay, and I, I just lay there like pretending like I'm still asleep, 
And I'm just like, what the hell was that? And I finally get up and it's daytime. So I kind of feel safe to get up. I was like, F this. And I went downstairs and it freaked me the hell out. And no one was home. Nothing like, and yeah, like that, that was one of the last things I could remember of something freaky like that happening. Um, I know, uh, at the house now, like with me, like nothing's really happened, but I know with my son, um, uh, my little one, uh, there was like a, oh, twice, but I know one of the main ones where I, you know, I was, I was taking care of him and it was just me and him. We we're by ourselves. And the way our, our living room is like, you could look out down to like the dining room area and it goes all the way down where you could see the kitchen. So it's almost like a hallway, you could say. And, uh, at first he, he, he like as if we hear like kind of a little noise or something and he looks over and at first it seems like he gets scared but then right away he starts laughing like he's seeing something and something is making him laugh and I'm kind of just sitting like what the hell like what is he looking at but I knew whatever it is he's seen it's making him happy and you know we we honestly don't know what it was like but we like to think that it was his grandpa because uh, I like honestly, like a few weeks before that, um, he had passed away. He, he had died from a, a freaking hit and run driver. And we have like this portrait of him that we hang in, in our in our dining room area. Like right there, we have it of him. So we like to think that, you know, his grandpa, that's who he was seeing because you know, he honestly, when our little boy was born, uh, he didn't get to see like his grandpa really never get got to come over and and see him because this uh, when this happened. So we were thinking maybe he came to visit him. And that wasn't the first time like there was another time where like like it's almost the same instance where like he's looking at something and it's making him laugh. And we always just think like, oh, it's grandpa. You know, he's seen grandpa because you know, he's not being scared and we don't want to think of anything bad in the house. So we're just saying, oh, it's grandpa. And he's just coming to, you know, see his grandson. Um, I know once late at night, uh, our our boy, he has this one toy out of nowhere, just started freaking. It just turned on on its own, started playing in the living room. And we're like, what the hell? Like that was freaky. But I mean, that could have just been like a weird coincidence with the toy. But yeah, it was just like other than that, like we haven't really you know, crazy experience things at the house, you know, minus like what with my little son. But yeah, so if you guys uh, enjoyed the stories, like, yeah, hit us up. Uh, share with us your crazy, scary, any stories, direct messages, please share like, you know, I, you know, there's there, I, I can see all the people downloading, listening to the episode. Don't be shy, hit us up. Uh, if you don't want us to share your stuff online, just tell us, you know, but yeah, uh, just uh, contact us. Tell us all your stuff, uh, whatever, you know, because in the when I originally posted this, people started sharing their stories. So we would love to hear your stuff. It's it's that time of season, October. So we want to hear everything. Uh, don't forget, visit us at brothersbearnetwork.com for all your uh, idiot mouth power podcast needs to check us out. There's, uh, you know, the whole history of the show, uh, a bunch of pictures, you know, all that stuff. You know, Freddie's in there now, too. So, yeah. Um, and also, too, like, there's other stuff from our shows. Uh, we have a page devoted to videos. If you guys want want to see more comedy, check out my TikTok. It's Han Cholo 2015. Uh, go there. Follow me on TikTok. You want to check out some videos there. I'll be creating some new content uh, once my back gets 100% better. But, yeah. So, thank you. Thanks, you guys, for being fans 
Uh, next week, we'll be back, me and Freddie. I wish Freddie could have been a part of this episode, but I, I, you know, it was one of those where he's he's busy, and maybe I'll have him scare, uh, if he has any stories, honestly. But yeah, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, special extra bonus episode. Uh, we'll, we will be having another bonus episode that I'll be recording with my son that will be coming, and then we'll finish off the remainder of Halloween with Freddy. I mean, hell, we might do it in November too, like one week in November, but you know, who cares? Uh, we'll we'll get you guys some episodes, some Halloween scary movie episodes. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Take care. And uh, no, I was about to give my old slogan for my other podcast. There he goes. Um, I think that, you know, oh, here we go. So yeah, because I was about to say it's another episode in the bag. That's my old show. But anyways, yeah. So let's hop into that DeLorean and travel back to the future.
And now a behind-the-scenes treat from the original voiceover session for Thriller with Michael and Vincent Price. You'll also hear the never-before-released second verse of Vincent's rap written by Rod. Okay, tape rolling. Anytime you want. Hi, this is Michael Jackson. This is Vincent Price. Michael Jackson is... The Thriller. <laughs> Do we both say it? Say it together. I say inviting you to. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anytime, test rolling. Hi, this is Michael Jackson. And this is Vincent Price inviting you to the, the thriller. Darkness falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. The demons squeal in sheer delight. It's you they spy, so plump, so right. For though the groove is hard to beat, yet still you stand with frozen feet. You try to run, you try to scream, but no more sun you'll ever see. For evil reaches from the crypt to crush you in its icy grip. The foulest stench is in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grisly ghouls from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver, for no mere mortal can resist the evil of the thriller. Can you dig it? <laughs> it's great fun. <laughs> great anger. Cut. Okay. All right. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.